Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to an all-games radio network broadcast of allgames.com. Allgames.com. George Romero, you're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead. And I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 178, where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Norma. And I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this weekend. We want to thank you, no matter where you get us, iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. The best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here every Monday, uh, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies from around the world, and mingle with the show, as we love and always have a good time with all the zombies in chat. Uh, we do remind all you guys to go over to zombieresearchsociety.com, as we're the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and mingle and browse all those news articles, as now we're on the front page over there, so you go over there and listen to us while you browse all those news articles. We want to thank Matt Moak Romero and all the guys on the panel over there at ZombieResearchSociety.com or .org for having us as their official radio show. And while you're over on the social medias, go to Facebook, search ZombieCast, like our page over there. And while you're over on Twitter, search it and follow at ZombieCast World. Click that banner up top and follow each individual host this oh. week. Woo. Go do so, it. So, so I, I don't have any Canada news this week. It's kind of been dry up there. But I... <laughs> 
I got Canada coming to me, Matt. I got Canada coming to me tomorrow, man. Oh, what are we doing? Who, who's coming where? Coming from Toronto, man. Oh, that's right. I know who this is. Who is it? Yeah. Tell, tell the fine people. Yeah, yeah, you know, the show that you're on, uh, it's an old host from way back when who used to host Video Game Outsiders. But Mr. Kyle Jones is coming to Greensboro, dude, and he's picking me up, and we're going out for pints Kyle tomorrow Jones. night. So what is he? What is he doing in Greensboro? Is business taking him there? He's not choosing to go to Greensboro, is he? I think he's choosing me, Matt. I, you think he's making the trip all the way up? <laughs> Everybody uh, always chooses you, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not you know. The last time I talked to Kyle, he worked for a company and they made cable for like uh, Universal Pictures, all these movie companies and TV companies. So he's all the time traveling. But uh, okay. but uh, it, it's business. Uh, he come into town today actually, but he's gonna be here for two days. But we're going out tomorrow night. And have some pints, dude. I'm excited to meet Kyle, dude. You're so close to him, mate. You guys have got to get up. Yeah, you got to tell him to uh, hit me up when he gets back. Because I've always wanted to play some games with him. He seems like a cool dude. Yeah, he really, really does. But I'm looking forward to that. So cheers uh, to that. Uh, expect a lot of pictures and all. But, you know, guys, we got a lot of big news From this Freeman? week. No. <laughs> yeah. We got, we got some. Post photos? <laughs> Are you going to post the photo pointing at Kyle, just your hand pointing at him? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I, I just, <laughs> Let I me guess. The big Kyle. news is Kyle is going to be a permanent co-host on ZombieCast. Uh, uh, no. no. We can't share that kind of news. Not just yet. Yeah, we can't share that kind yeah. of news. Uh, but we got a guess that we're going to get to in here in one second. But we got some huge news, Ted can do. We talked about a production that you put on last week. On YouTube, dude. So tell a us production a little bit. I put, I put on a production last week. A, a production of <laughs> Combat Kids. However you want to say it, tell us about it. Uh, we put put the cartoon out, and I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good, you know. And I said I thought I was good on the show, but we put it out, and uh, it was like had like four thousand views. And then um, Wednesday morning, just blammo, uh, blammo. the nether. It got to the NetherRealm Studios, who make Mortal Kombat their office, and I started getting like message from John Vogel, who's one of the main guys, saying like, well, "This cartoon's fucking badass." Did it? And then uh, Tyler Lansdowne, who is like the main social media guy, started messaging me, and then suddenly out of nowhere, um, they're like, "Hey, we put it up on our Twitter," and it was on the NetherRealm Studios Twitter, and then John Vogel sent me a picture saying we're looping it in our studio lobby, and he sent me a picture of that. And I was up, you know, like all night reading all this stuff. And then I was like, well, I got to go to bed. And then I woke up to 10,000 billion <laughs> notifications awesome. on my phone. And Ed Boone had tweeted it out. And it was on the front page of Kotaku. That's huge. So, uh, that huge. so it's had, uh, it had, it had 4,000 views when the show started last week. And now it's, it's about to break. Uh, it's pushing 140,000 now. <laughs> so, um, awesome. Yeah. It's, I, I, think, I, think we, I think we did it, Matt. I think we did it. But uh, I think, well, you did it. I just uh, yeah, hopped it, along for the ride. It, but, it was uh, so huge, it even made John jealous. Yeah, yeah John jealous. goes out of his way to uh, <laughs> tear it down. <laughs> I, I did notice that John suddenly made a brand new YouTube channel this week. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, the, the NetherRealm guys seem to love it. They posted it, tw- they mentioned it twice on their Twitter. And I've heard, and they've like all started following me on Twitter and everything. So, I mean, my, my hope, and I'm not only a hope, but my hope is they'll want to do i'd love to do more yeah you know, make it official and let's get some some payola because i got yeah, i got yeah man yeah, yeah they should they should on. fund the next one why you like i them and say that i got some ideas I, I i i mean this one's got the reviews are like through the roof on it you go read youtube I mean, it's like thousands of comments like 
I mean, this just go just go read the comments. You'll all see. They're positive, like, Ted. all positive. Yeah, not, not just uh-huh. positive. They're like this is the best Mortal Kombat movie ever made. Positive. That's um, crazy for YouTube. <laughs> Usually, people go out of their way to try to be a dick on YouTube, but even people trying to be a dick on that thing, like you can't. It's just so good, but it's good, so yeah. you can't like. You can't. Well, I mean, you always have some jerk that wants to say something, but you cannot say anything negative to something that is authentically that well put together. And I even had my, I have a friend named Josh Ovenshire who, uh, he was on the show King of the Nerds on TBS and he's got like 270,000 followers and he's a, he's a big MK guy. He messaged me today like, dude, that cartoon was amazing. It's like, if you do more, I want to be a voice in there. And he's, he's tweeted out twice. Yo, back off, asshole. Yeah, right? You already <laughs> have a spot, Shire. so cut it out. <laughs> back, back off, Ovenshire, whatever your name is. <laughs> from, from Kitchen Night or whatever. Ovenshire. But we say that with lots of love. <laughs> but I, I mean, I really do. Like, I, it's, it's too much work just to go throw another one together. But I, I, hope, they could, I hope we can work on something and do like it officially. Because I, uh, I definitely got some ideas. I legitimately think if, if another one was done, it could be even funnier. Some, cool. of, the, some of the ideas I already have. That's so, awesome. We'll yeah, see. Let's do it. I, you know, contact them and say, like, I will do this for, like, pennies. I mean, Warner Brothers, shit, shit billion dollars. Let's, let's make more of these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, but, you know, go to YouTube and uh, search Tedekin, T-E-D-A-K-I-N. Or just search for bad kids. It should be the first thing. Yeah. And you, you know it's doing pretty well. Like, there's started to be reaction videos of, like, just random YouTubers watching yeah. it and responding and one reaction video got 35,000 views by itself but it's it is fun to watch people's face because they're all like it's so cute this is adorable and they're like oh he's not oh my oh my god just watching their face go from this is delightful to like they can't believe what they're watching <laughs> that's what was great about it the beginning is all <laughs> sweet and soft and then it slowly progressively gets more and more you know crazy <laughs> I'm happy for you, Ted. I just don't understand reaction videos. I feel like such an old curmudgeon guy. I'm like, what the hell is with reaction videos? I know you made one, but I like looking at you, Ted. But like, <laughs> I don't get the concept of reaction videos. I, I don't know. It's just it's something to watch. I, I can kind of see it because I've gone to see movies before, and then I'll go see them again like with my mom and brother, and I kind of enjoy more when I know something yeah. cool is going to happen, seeing how they yes. respond to it. That's I fair. Guess. I like doing that, too. Uh, I just don't feel like with, pers- with friends and family, but I don't like i don't know it's, a, it's another well, issue this, this is funny because people like just i mean and i admit the cartoon gets pretty shockingly gory i've had a there's been a couple <laughs> of posts but he said like he's like this is actually more brutal than the video games <laughs> um, and, and some guy said i i have no trouble with the violence in the game but this actually made me kind of sick feeling oh, no. i'm like great tr- tremendous my 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 point came across dude yeah. i was so happy i found the one jason in the reflection <laughs> you found one. There's, there's a whole bunch of. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the most posted thing we mentioned last week. The Jason store, the the game. The most posted thing is, hey, who saw Jason in the woods? Hey, who saw Jason? Anybody see Jason? <laughs> yeah, everybody saw Jason. It's like that's awesome. But, but everybody thinks like, hey, I saw Jason in the woods. Did you see him? I was like, yeah, he's in there like nonstop. Yeah, he's like in like every scene, just about. But uh, but there's one with the reflection. Yeah, uh, whenever, whenever I guess the machete sticking in the girl, and you can see the reflection of Jason's mask. Oh yeah, mask. He, uh, I knew he had to kill somebody, so he killed. That's Tanya, and she stuck to a tree at the end, implying that Jason got her. But yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I don't. We'll see. Maybe maybe it can be a uh, pushing two hundred thousand by next next zombie cast. We'll see. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And thanks for the zombies that's helped out too. You know, I mean, every little bit of push helps. So, but keep sharing that for us. 
uh, for Tadakin here. You got, at you got, you got Matt. Matt is a top bill because Matt said by far the most lines. He's there's like one shot in there I noticed. Oh, like there's funny. four characters talk, and Matt is literally all four characters in one shot. <laughs> there's a shot with Ermac, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and Nightwolf, and I was like, oh, Matt's everybody in this shot. It's all me. Well, that was a fun time. I, I enjoyed recording those. So thanks for the yeah, opportunity, and, uh, and also for Xander too. And, and yeah, and Matt's baby's getting a lot of hype because everybody thinks that's the cutest scorpion in the world. And I every time it brings up, I'm sure to tweet say this is Matt Bradford, this is his baby, and uh, I, I do want to put the clips up because people love that love that baby. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Now, ask your wife. We'll see if we can upload those baby clips. Yeah, I got to get her permission for that stuff. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But we'll talk a little bit more about it at the end of the show to remind all you guys to go over there and uh, share the love that Ted can do. Good job, Ted. Dude, we're all proud Stop of you here at Zombie yeah, Cast, man. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. But uh, Thanks. but uh, we are going to be getting into uh, The Walking Dead. We're going get, to be getting into uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. You know, somebody was left out of the credits this week. <laughs> Yep. The Walking Dead. I don't oh. know if you guys noticed. We're going to be talking about a wussy, oh. wussy on a motorcycle that we've got to talk about last week, and uh, we got a special guest, Normal, and, and it's your. All we know is this Dave from school. Dave from school. <laughs> so, Norma, inter, in, introduce our uh, our guest this week. Well, today I I've been actually trying to get my friend Dave uh, on the show for a little while now, but because of different circumstances, he was unable to join us. But tonight, I would like to welcome my friend Dave Poole, who is the lead um, the lead member, I believe, of a band called Copstabber. And I've known Dave since high school. And Dave, thanks for coming on. Hey, I'm happy to be here. How are you guys? Hey, Dave. What's up? Good, good man, good Dave. How are the you, lead man? Member. I like, I like the sound of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dave has an incredible voice, but man, he, um, you know, I knew you were going to do something pretty amazing. So it's, it's, it's awesome to see you that, you know, that you're heading a band and you know doing all this awesome stuff. Lead sounds like member. Cirque. <laughs> well, I was going to say it sounds like like an orgy scene, man. Dave, you're the lead <laughs> member. Hop on in there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Take your Dave after school is that is that was it Dave from school from school? I know like, him from high school. Oh, because oh. okay, his name is Dave Poole, but it's Dave Poole yeah. school. <laughs> right. Okay, I was confused. Never put that together. So yeah, yeah. I guess so. So so, so what what style of music do you play, Dave? It's a uh, punk rock, hardcore. Nice, nice. Yeah, we've been around for, I guess, about eight years now. Uh, we have two full lengths already out, and then the third one. Uh, is forthcoming relatively soon, which will feature a really cool uh, zombie-themed album cover nice. of the the whole band pulling a, a lady cop's guts out, and the <laughs> name of the album is going to be called Pulled Pork. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dave, when you, when you watch The Walking Dead, do you pray for the zombies to eat Rick as he's a former officer of the law? Absolutely, <laughs> but not as bad as I want Carl. Coral's gonna get Coral. Coral yeah, so will get as soon as they get, as soon as they get him, uh, the show will will go onward forever. It will be the best the best thing that the best plot development that happens on that show yet. Will that cement it as your favorite show once Coral gets uh, eaten? Well, it's already my favorite show, but I would say yeah, that that's gonna seal the deal. <laughs> Take yeah, that stupid I, hat. <laughs> I, I feel the same way about Daryl. You know, Daryl's Daryl's got to go, man. Well, you're yeah. ready for Daryl, huh? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. a bunch of us are. 
You, you know, interesting, interesting, because I really haven't heard a whole lot of people uh, with that with that particular. There's, there's plenty of uh, the long term cast that people. I've heard a lot of Glenn stuff. I've heard a lot of uh, obviously a lot of Rick and Carl, but um, I haven't really heard too many of uh, in my circles at least that are interested in getting rid of Daryl. Well, what does Daryl bring to the show? I'm not talking about the group, but the show anymore, because it, oh, it seems like like. <laughs> Like what? What is his role in the show anyway? Except just looking at stuff and scowling. Like what? And he always has a black. He has a perpetual he's, black he's, eye. He's yeah. he's got that that sad squint going on that that people seem to still approve of for some reason. I guess so. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but it's I, well, see, we didn't talk about it last week, but it, it was the most wussy moment of The Walking Dead, and, and it involved Daryl Dixon. And you know, Daryl, you know, he was kind of riding along with the car, right? Whenever they were leading the pack of zombies, and then all of a sudden, like a bat out of hell, Daryl takes off, and you know he's Superman. He's going to save everybody. So Daryl takes off, and, and you know, and he's got a walkie-talkie on his side, and all of a sudden he hears gunshots. He's like, "Rick, Rick!" And then the chicken shit goes back. He turns around and goes back. I, I didn't get that. <laughs> you think he, could, he turns around, or he went a circle in a circle? <laughs> Why would he go in a circle? I don't know. I got the impression that he turned around and went back to the went back to the car because, well. Fuck it. He's a lost cause. He he just got blasted. We need to move. We need to keep moving. And uh, there's no saving him now, which may or may not be the case. But gunshots might not be the uh, biggest problem that Rick's got right now. I think you guys missed the whole uh, chicken part of that story. <laughs> what would you well, hear? Say, Ted, say you were watching it, right? Him, he didn't call him Rick. He called him Rack. Rack. Rick Rack. Rick Rack. Yo. <laughs> hey, he got nervous, okay? He he was scared. He what? he couldn't think do? straight. That was the fir- the first way it came out. So we got we got Rack Grimes and his son Coral. <laughs> Coral. <laughs> so Dave, who is your favorite character on The Walking Dead? Who is who is the one that you would quit the show watching if they took out? Oh, none of them. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not big on giving up on on shows. But uh, these days, right now, uh, I got to say, Michonne is probably is probably I, I think the most fun to watch. She's the most badass out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's funny to watch Carol. Like I love watching Carol come from from the little meek, you know, shrimp of a woman that she was in those <laughs> first seasons to automatically we're supposed to suspend disbelief and. Uh, actually follow this plot line of her becoming the the ultimate killing machine you know i don't know i love it i love watching it it's good tv but it's it's complete bullcrap but it's, it's <laughs> of course of course never running out of gas or bullets okay glenn lives or dies uh, like in this in this last scene that we saw i think he, i think he's dead uh, no. i don't i don't really no. see I don't think those were his guts coming out. I think that was what's his name, Nick's guts or whatever his name was. Right. But uh, the way that they were piling on top, I just don't. You know, I mean, it's TV, and they're gonna they're gonna do the dramatic thing. And if they if they want to make him live, then they'll find a way. But uh, I, at, until proven otherwise, I I don't expect to see him again, except in flashbacks uh-huh. and. Uh, one thing I they'll always wonder, maybe he'll show up again as a zombie. Then 
thing like they did uh, with Morgan the other night. You know, uh, yes. they'll flash back to then and have him in a whole bunch more episodes, but I don't think there's any more now. They'll do like the see. Saw sequels where they'll keep Glenn alive for like three more seasons, like how they get Jigsaw alive for four <laughs> movies after he died. He was still the main villain. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, be surprised I, if everyone on the show dies and Morgan is the only one left and he uses a bow staff. Yeah, that's nah. true. Yeah, Morgan needs to man up and stop being a hippie. Yeah, what a wuss, man. <laughs> Morgan's got to go with anybody. My biggest argument this is not a world of peace. I don't, I don't know how far the, the art of peace is going to take him in this. Yeah, the art of peace book. Society. They should yeah. have a scene where the wolves just find the book and pee on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> art of peace. Now you brought something up. Who is my favorite character? Is the entire cast of wolves because those guys are are real fun to watch. Yeah, They take so much glee in in massacre and pillaging. I, I, I could watch a, a show of the wolves' evil asses f- for ten seasons. Bring it on. Brutal, man. Well, guys, let's get into to last night's episode of The Walking Dead. It's season six, episode four. We got an hour and a half special on Morgan. And, you know, I, I wasn't sure if it was all going to be Morgan. I was kind of hoping maybe we would see his son get eaten by the mom. But, you know, we didn't get none of that. Matt, dude, were you happy about last night's episode with, with uh, the, the whole backstory of Morgan and the cheesemaker and... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. I just, uh, I don't know why it needed 75 minutes. And I, I mean, look, I, I don't mind seeing Morgan's backstory. It, it does. It was, it was pretty by the numbers backstory in terms of like, I, I pretty much knew what was going to happen beat by beat, but I, it was good. It was good to get that peak into his character. Why is all like lovey dovey now and why he's not crazy anymore. But at, at the end of it, I just felt like I, I give or take episode for me. Yeah. But, yeah, I, mean, I heard I, that Morgan yeah. was trained by a character named Eastman. Eastman, yep, yep the mm-hmm. cheesemaker. Just like the which is a uh, reference to Kevin Eastman, the creator of TMNT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were talking oh, about that. Plus, he had on a you know. Plus, Eastman was wearing a turtle shirt. Also, he was. Yeah, save the turtles or something. Wait, so this whole Ninja Turtles theory is actually panning out. Well, it's true, though. He was trained yes. by someone connected with the film, though. Yeah, Donatello, the Donatello he was, guy. Yeah, he was trained by the one of the people who worked on TMNT 2, and the guy he was training with in the TV show is named after Kevin Eastman. The guy he trained with also uh, played Twisty the Clown on American Horror Story. <laughs> there you go. Same actor. Really? Oh, cool. I didn't yeah. know that. The greatest American Horror Story character ever, Twisty the Clown. Yeah, Just I never finished that season. From the I'm, worst. I'm watching it now, actually. It's on instant. Best character Amazon. from the worst season. I think Coven was the worst, but that's me. Coven, <laughs> Coven was terrible. I lost it Coven. after the third episode. Coven was about a goofy sorority, basically. Pretty much. What's the best? I haven't watched any of those, Ted. <laughs> Asylum was the best for me, I think. I am, Reb. So, the new yeah, season's I, pretty I like good. The first one, and for me, it's been pretty much downhill from there. First one was cl- very good. Like it, it tied together nicely. I find the seasons suffer from the we have so many plots we're throwing at you that it's and hard only to... a handful of them will actually pan out and be relevant. Yeah, it seems like they're oh, they're just they're self conscious about maybe not being interesting. So there's every episode's like now we got this guy and this plot going on. So it's hard to keep interest a little bit, but it's still fun to watch. Sure. Sure. I kind of liked enjoying this episode about Morgan because you kind of see where he's coming from and why he why he has the philosophy that he has. 
you know, there is this, you know, the guy that he was, you know, Eastman that he was hanging out with, he was, you know, a, was a, path, a, a psychologist that worked with people who lost their mind, you know, in war. And he had hope. And it was kind of neat to see Morgan all lost and, you know, thinking that his only way to survive was just to kill, 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 no matter whether it be a zombie or a real person and how he dug into mm-hmm. his deeper persona and pulled out the good person out of him back again. And I think yes. as we talked before with the, um, you know, the professor from the University of Maryland, Dr. Zombie, you know, we need somebody who can be a new Herschel for Rick. So I think that was, I think that's pretty interesting to have well, Morgan my, back again. In my experience on, on this show and on most like horror slash adventure, like whatever themed shows, when you get that full backstory, that's usually about five seconds before they get they get killed. And I'd say, you know, the only reason that I think that this, this might not be the case this time is that they actually devoted 90 minutes to the backstory mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of a 15-minute segment of the episode like they have with so many other characters, especially in season two. It seemed like that was the thing. Every time somebody would be like, oh, here's my here's my experience and here's my heartfelt story. <laughs> And yeah, and they're gone. getting swallowed in five minutes after that. Yeah. We know that, or if you speak ill against Rick and what he's doing, that's also another instant death. Gonna die, instant you're death. Gonna get hit in five seconds that's later. Definitely a theme this season for sure, guys. I don't, I don't know if this Rick guy is leading us. Oh God in heaven! <laughs> <laughs> well, the same thing with Morgan. He's got this black belt guy that's uh, that's a badass. That well, I think he got bit pretty easy. <laughs> he could fight off one zombie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so uh, and it also seemed like Morgan really progressed in his bow staff skills uh, from one scene to the next at, uh, at just an absolutely exponential rate. Man, you saw the montage. That's what I, was up. I wanted to say, can we talk about can we talk about the time frame? Because here's this: how this was established. Rick and Rick and Michonne found Morgan in his creepy booby trapped hideout. Right. Right around the time Carol was banished from the prison, and then after that. It's after that when he stumbled out into the wild and found this guy who trained him, and then that guy died, and it ended with him, Morgan, headed to Terminus. You know, I mean, he headed, he, you know, he came across the, across the prison, and he found, you know, around the time that the governor blew up the prison and everybody headed mm-hmm. to Terminus. In right. the time, as a viewer, watching the show, from the time Rick banished Carol and they found Morgan to Rick and the gang started heading to Terminus, to me as a viewer, that felt like it was about a week and a half of time. Yeah. In Rick Time's world. It really did. And so they're saying Morgan, from this point to this point, this whole story with him training with this man and becoming a bow staff master happened in that little blink of time. Yeah. It's The time on The Walking Dead is very, very screwed up. Can I ask a question, too? What's with this bullshit that the the cage was open all this time? Like, not at one point Morgan was like, "I'm gonna try to Jimmy open this cage." I guess like, he figured locked and why bother? But know. he was like chiseling the the windows. Like, obviously <laughs> he was trying to get out of there. At, at no point he was like, "Let me see if I can break this lock." I didn't get that part, but anyway, I, we're nitpicking, I guess. It was weird. I mean, the cage, the cage looked pretty sturdy, uh, uh, you know. So I mean, I can see him looking at the wood and being like, "Well, I can break I can break that down." 
easier that I can break these metal bars. So, he completely assumes the bar is locked. Doors but locked. no it's time like, he was to like jiggle, jiggle, jiggle just to make sure out of that. Get me out of here and shake it. I, mean, I, I, probably, I probably would have, but. I think we all would have at some point, but I think the reason why they did that is to kind of come back to when, um, oh, what was it he named his little goat? Tabitha, Tabitha. <laughs> you know, to kind of come back to the line when, you know, he said about Tabitha being smart enough to figure out that the door was never locked, you know, and I think it may have been also maybe a little more like a more psychological meaning, you know, like Morgan was locked in his head, so he wasn't thinking outside the box to try to open the door. Basically, so you're saying that, that, that Morgan's not as smart as a goat. That's basically <laughs> Yes, Exactly. <laughs> He was lost, Ted. Deep. Yeah, deep, at the end, Morgan's like, well, who, his who, brain. Who, who's dead now? Not Morgan. It's you, Sucker. Goat. Sucker. A long game, goat. Oh, the goat <laughs> got out again. Tabitha got out again. He wasn't too upset about the goat. That was just a bad day for him. He got bit and his goat got eat. I, I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of, they went together that same day. God. Reminds it me was of maybe so beautiful. the way violence is in Canada. <laughs> In case you didn't know, <laughs> Dave, Matt, our friend Matt here is from Canada, so we tend to pick on him a little. Bit. Matt, are you currently keeping a, uh, a, a a wayward, a wayward uh, black, uh, uh, very dangerous apocalypse survivor in a cage in your house? Well, every every Canadian family gets a, a black apocalypse survivor to take care of. It's part of the yeah. uh, it's part of the plan here. Yeah, he's gonna gonna you're gonna you're gonna leave one day and ask him to guard your moose. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of their exchange Guard program. my poutine. <laughs> you got a moose out there. <laughs> uh, we all got bow staffs, by the way. It's like our guns. Everyone just carries bow staff. Moose Every cheese. Staff. Moose cheese, yeah. That's that horrible. Nice. What was the end of that storyline? Did he finally? Did Eastman finally make his cheese? Because my thing cut mm. out. By- no, that never paid off. No. I was thinking I that if anything, it, Morgan it, was going to start making the cheese, but it never did work out. By the way, Matt, yeah, I, I did try moose the other day, uh, and it was good. I really thought Morgan was <laughs> like, real. hey, I, know how to, I never told you this, but I know how to make the cheese. I know how to <laughs> do it. <laughs> make cheese. I don't know. You know, but the thing that I got from it was, you know, they said on The Talking Dead that they, you know, this episode four was a big secret. You know, they didn't let nobody read the script or this or that. So you know, they filmed like one, two, and three, then five, six, seven, eight, and then they went back <laughs> and filmed four. So they had to throw in the dialogue of, of you know, I was trained by the cheesemaker. So you know, I was thinking, you know, may- maybe they just messed up, and, you know, and and had to throw him making some cheese in there or something to to connect the dots. I bet, yeah. but I, I didn't understand why. The cheesemaker or whatever. I thought that was going to pay off. Like, uh, oh, I finally made cheese. It's we're, we're civil again. This is a symbol of, you know, returning to civility. But no, no cheese, man. I was or pretty humanity, through <laughs> humanity through cheese. Humanity through cheese, man. Yeah. Or but, he's dying. Like the last thing he does on this earth where he dies is he finally makes the cheese and he takes bites. Like I finally nailed it. Then he blows his brains out. Swiss okay, well, cheese. Here's, here's how predictable I found this episode to be. I, I'm not saying it's a bad episode. I just meant like I knew exactly where everything was going. Not because I'm smart, but just because it seemed like that kind of episode. But I, I didn't see the last last five minutes. But did he get buried in his graveyard full of zombies? He did. Yes. yes. Yeah, I knew that. With his name. <laughs> but yeah. well, well, let me Fine. ask you guys. The, I see how it is. The story of what was it? Crichton Dallas, uh, his yeah. patient. Uh, you know, he talked about you know that, that he came back and he murdered his family. 
Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he's like, he's like, that's the one evil that I found in the 800 or 8,000, whatever it was, people that uh, he had interviewed. And, uh, you know, that was the one crazy person. But he ended up killing his family just to make his life bad. Uh, but he talks about, you know, that, that he had built the thing, uh, built the jailhouse in his house because he wanted to starve him to death. But he never did because he started studying the art of war and, and, and you know, mm-hmm. all, all that stuff about, you know, every life is valuable. Every life means something. No, he did starve him but to death did, and it took yeah, 47 days. No, 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 yeah, no, no. But, 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 but I, I, I'm getting there. But I'm getting there. But I'm saying, you know, he told Morgan, you know, I, I didn't do it. And then later in the show, he's like, you know. I did starve him. I did. Well, Morgan finds the grave with his name on it. Yeah. Well, he never answers at the beginning. He says, all life is precious. And he repeated it over and over again, insinuating that he didn't kill him. But but how is this going to key to the last five minutes? Because, you know, Morgan don't want to kill anybody now. In the last five minutes, Matt, you missed it. But, but, you know, Morgan was actually talking to the long-haired wolf guy, which made him... You know, which met him at the fire in last season, whenever they were standing at uh, the campfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the main wolf, you know, he didn't the kill him. The one he thought he killed last week. The one he thought he hit him in the head. Yeah, and we yeah. thought we yeah. killed him. And, uh, you know, he pretty much, you know, Morgan's, you know, is trying to sympathize with him. He's, you know, he's telling him the story, hoping that he'll become a good guy. And, and uh, the wolf lifts his shirt, and he's got, like, a slice. I don't think it's a zombie bite. It's a slice uh, with, with kind of his... You almost see his guts on the inside. Yeah, it's like, and he's like, I came here to get medicines and stuff. But being that you guys won the war that we brought, pretty much, he's Mm -hmm. like, Morgan, I'm gonna kill you, and I'm gonna kill the kids, and I'm gonna kill the adults, I'm gonna kill everybody. Damn. And and the way Matt, you got you got to find that clip because you know it was kind of like moving the way that you know that 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 guy's a good actor. Well, the the guy said to Morgan something about like like that's an amazing story. Maybe you think someday like. I could be like you and you could be like Eastman and that, and it was sort of like setting that up. And then the guy says like, basically bullshit. That's never going to happen. I'm a crazy animal. Yeah. And basically everybody keeps trying to tell Morgan, look, I know you have this Batman esque <laughs> I one rule will not kill policy, but this world, even the even the crazies telling, you, no, you got to kill. Like, if you don't kill me, I'm going to kill your old family. Kill everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but, but some but, people have to be dealt with harshly. Yeah. But, but he's talking to him. It's just in one of the buildings there in Alexandria, right, Matt? And mm-hmm. after and after he tells him that he's going to kill everybody, Morgan walks off. He walks outside. He shuts the door, and he kind of pauses. And he pulls a key out, and he turns around, and he locks the door. But the wolf is in there with, like, this cloth wrapped around his hands. I mean, the wolf could get out easily. Well, so Morgan Morgan's going to get everybody killed. I'm thinking Morgan pretty much, he has no qualms killing zombies. So I'm thinking what he's waiting is for this guy to turn into a zombie and then take him out. But he doesn't want to Ooh, kill somebody who's still point. a person. Yeah. That's, that's what I think, at least. Because, you Maybe know, if you have end, such yeah. a, a big threat right in the center of your home, you're going to figure out how to, you know, to terminate like, this threat. So I'm thinking he's like waiting. The injury, the injury the guy has will eventually kill him. Like he'll get a fever or something, and then once he kills him and turns into a zombie, then he can go and just have no qualms about it. That seems like a cheat, though. Like he must know he's cheating on his philosophy a little bit by not helping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He has faith in the wolves. I won't man. kill you, but I'll leave you tied up in this room until it's, you die. Yeah, it's it's a nice loophole. <laughs> it's the Batman. It's, it's the Batman rule again. You saw Batman Begins. He That's said true, very yeah. clearly. <laughs> said he says I won't kill you, but I have to save you right right that's how batman exactly. gets around his rule it's a very convenient rule yeah except in the video it's games a, where he actually kills people but jigsaw claiming he never killed right? anybody 
does is put him in a trap, and the trap kills him. I didn't do it. <laughs> it was my but but the, blade but that, that, the blade I made did it. Yeah, but that that might be the, that might be the case, Matt. But what I got from it was Morgan. You remember how Morgan didn't want to kill it after all those people came in. He still didn't want to kill nobody. He's like, "Why are you killing people?" And then he let him leave with the gun. But but what I got from it was Morgan. Morgan's messing up. He he kind of still has faith in him, like like that. You know, I think that he has faith in him. Like you, yeah, maybe th- these are not such bad people. Mm-hmm. Even though the guy's sitting there talking about, you know, he says, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill the kids. I mean, it, it's pretty... Look, and look at his teeth. He just look, you, anybody with teeth like that's a bad person. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all in your teeth. We can just it tell is. by your teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the main thing to make someone look evil is they give him like, brown, rotten teeth. Oh, he's evil. Look at his teeth. It's like about these people who are, you know, claim to be witches. Look at their face. They look like a witch. Let's burn them at the stake. So do, do you think that the story of Dallas is the story of Morgan and the wolf? That, that's what I was kind of getting at whenever I was talking about, you know, the, the story that, uh, you know, that, that he didn't kill Dallas, but then he ended up, he ended up did killing him, and he starved, and it's like he lasted 47 days. So do you think that that's going to be a turning point for Morgan to, to finally get some vengeance on these wolves people that just killed their town? Mm, I don't think so. I think pretty much what his friend was telling him is is that we've all been down this road. We've all killed somebody out of anger um, or what we felt was justifiable, that you can change from what you've done. You know, because Morgan killed the, the one, the you know, the two guys. He thought it might have been a father and a son, and he just killed them, didn't give them a chance to explain themselves or why they were running after him. Well, those and guys were shady. I would have killed them, too. I would have no killed them, too. No doubt. No doubt, Dave. You're right, because they were running towards him. You know, like, they're almost yeah. hunting him. Like, he didn't but, kill the, the, the weird little hippie, quiet hippie chick who gave him the can of soup and the bullet. Like, he didn't kill them. True. They weren't They weren't acting. They were acting right. They were just trying to get away. But that was after. That yeah, was that after, was after he, he left. But, regard, but regardless, like, it, it's just the, the, the idea of it. Yeah, it you know, true. I think he sees them, those two as, you know, they're just, they're just living. These other guys, the father and son or whatever the case may be, they weren't just living life. They were stalking and following and his back was against the wall, even if he wasn't Crazy Morgan still. Eastman had it going on. I mean, he, he had the life going. He had the food growing. You know, a, a shambling zombie come up every now and then. He was certainly he eating a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super nice house. Was he also getting laid? I don't Yep, he was it, getting it yeah, all. He did have yeah. that goat. That goat, that goat. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Tabitha. <laughs> to Anakin. Watt's name, and now it's going to be your name. <laughs> but uh one thing one more thing i want to talk about glenn was on the credits this week does that mean anything is that oh, just uh oh, i think i think, I think it's, it's a just con. A i think it's a trick by the studio to because everybody knows he ain't dead so like, we'll just put him in the credits i think that what they should have done <laughs> if we do see him alive and whatever the moment may be that they should have brought him on the talking dead last week and just thrown us off that way wouldn't that have been that much more better? Yes, they've never it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's open like this before. Though. Sorry, yeah. it's weird to be like it's weird to be like it's very oh we killed him oh but people don't think he's dead so we're gonna tr- it's like it's almost like we're gonna trick people into thinking he's dead but then we're gonna double cross our own trick to make people think like we know that they know that we know that we know type <laughs> they know type this reminds me of the Princess Bride and they're drinking. He'll probably show up in the season final. 
But, but now we're going to make him that we that the he is dead, and now it, now we're going to make him. You know, and then it turned out he really is dead. No, he's not dead. It's just a big trick. But Ted, dude, I know you've seen it this week, and you know when we done Zombie Cast last week, it, you know it was just the next day from whenever we thought the whole Glenn thing. But I, I know you said that you've seen things like this this week, Ted, and I've seen it. You know, I've seen people arguing over Glenn so much to where they're, they, you know, they're almost like, fuck you, dude. I, we just won't be friends no more. I mean, people are yeah, taking people this very serious. Glenn. Mad. Yeah, people are taking this too seriously, I think. It's like so, if you say that you think Glenn's not dead, there's like, there are people that actually get angry. Like, they, they get, like, fuck you. Of course he's dead. Like, <laughs> I don't see you. Why would you get angry, though? First of all, I mean, he's a great character. And second of all, like... All the signs point to him being alive. Like I said, all the time is whenever there's someone dies in that show, they're they're dead. That episode, they yeah, do the they do no... the touching music, they do the reactions. There's no like is he or isn't he? They don't stra- if it's a cliffhanger, then the odds are he's alive. What? It would be a stupid move to be like cliffhanger. Yeah, he's dead. Kind of like when like... Beth, they're like bring Beth back. She got right. shot in the gut. <laughs> One thing that I did notice, uh, you know, I've watched it several times this week. You know, they just got the clip on YouTube. Once all the zombies rip all the guts, it, it shows all the zombies, and, and they all have a mouthful. So there's like a pause in time to where the zombies are not being brutal because they're chomping down on guts and stuff. So I, I think that there's time for him to escape. Under the dumpster or something like that. Right. Under the dumpster. We'll see. I think however the story goes, you know, because Glenn is my favorite character, but however the story go- goes, I'm just going to accept it and just move forward. Yeah. I'm not going to get mad either way. It's, it's just it's a TV show. <laughs> right. You know, I, I think we heard Glenn's voice last night. Uh, anybody that watched My The Talking teens? Dead, we, we got a sneak peek for next week. Uh, we got a sneak peek for next week. Did, did you, any of you guys watch that clip? No. Yes. No. All right. Yeah, I didn't see up. All right, there's a clip to where the lady from from Alexandria, the older lady. De- Deanna's looking about. Uh, Deanna's looking just about done, and she should after everything's happened to her. Yeah, <laughs> she's about I'm done. Was well, she standing? You know, she, it shows her going up like this fire escape, and she's standing on top, and she hears some people talking. And it's a long clip. I mean, it's like a, a minute and a half uh, sneak peek. Uh, I know you can look it up on YouTube, but uh, but, but she hears some people talking, and she looks over, and it's Michonne talking to Maggie. And Michonne's like, you know, we, we told him about the smoke and, you know, if, if he could escape. And then all of a sudden you hear somebody screaming, I think, like, let me in at the gate. And it's either Rick, which I think it's Rick, which they spoil the, the, the cliffhanger for Rick being stuck in the RV. Or oh, either it's right. Glenn yeah. screaming at the gate, let me in. It's one of the two. And the more I listen, I'm like, you know, that could be Glenn screaming, let me in at the gate. Or w- whatever they say. Somebody's definitely screaming at the gate, and it's a male voice. I mean, and who's left out there? I mean, there there really isn't too many other other people who haven't been eaten from the right. the, the whole yeah. troop. But but if Unless it's Rick, Daryl and uh, Abraham or whatever his name is. But but, but if it was Rick, he... why would they spoil their cliffhanger? I mean, we know Rick's not going to die. I mean, no, no, we all know that. But still, you leave a cliffhanger where he's stuck in the RV, the zombies are coming out and it goes off, and then you, you show him in the sneak peek that he's at the gate? Yeah, I, I kind of take the punch away from I didn't understand that, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're right. We only... Daryl or Abraham. Maybe it's Eastman back from the dead. All right, well, let's listen. <laughs> Tiger, look up. It's a sneak peek clip for uh, six five <laughs> of The Walking Dead. See if you can find that clip. And uh, we'll yeah, listen we to it here on Zombie The Voice. 
We have we have some forensic FBI quality uh, voice identification software. We do. We do high tech Girl! stuff. <laughs> Squirrel. You know, we never did ask Dave what his definition of a zombie is. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Dave. You know, I uh, totally apologize. But uh, <laughs> the first time we have a guest on, we always ask their definition of a zombie. And usually we do this right when you first come on. And I apologize. But, uh, you know, there, there could be a million different definitions of zombies. It could be, you know, from The Walking Dead. It could be Romero. It could be Indiana Jones. could be Scooby-Doo. Yes. You know, oh. all kinds of zombies. But whenever you go to see a movie, Dave, what's a zombie to you? What do you want to see? What's your favorite? What's the definition well, my favorite, of you? My favorite is the the newer style, you know, rage-type zombies. The oh. Uh, I, I, I like the fast. I like them throwing up blood when they're chasing you. Uh, to me, that's that's exciting. But the traditional zombie is it, when I hear zombie movie, I'm thinking Romero. I'm thinking Return of the Living Dead. Like I'm thinking that that style is is my thought of what a zombie is and will always be. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's massive zombies. The, I'm the rage zombies as well. They're more interesting to watch for me. They're way more exciting. They're way they're way more terrifying. Uh, I spent a lot of time playing the Left, the Left for Dead video games, you know, uh-huh. and and the way that those guys, you know, run at you, and you have to respond to them and, and shoot them or chop them or whatever you've got. Uh, that just uh, that's that's been my Especially since the Left 4 Dead video games, that's really been my my cup of tea as far as zombies. Right, right. Very cool. That's good. Tiger, was you able to find that clip? What is it again? Hey, uh, what is it again? earlier, Sean? You could probably it's in, it's in the the uh, the Facebook chat. Yeah, but, but that's you, you weren't you weren't very specific. It's uh the, it's called the Walking Dead sneak peek, uh, season six, episode five. Um, Ted, maybe able to snag it, but I, I, get, I don't I have get that something up. that says The Walking Dead season six episode five oh. now promo. Let's see, I got, I got, yeah, yeah, I think it is now. I think I got it. Tire cloth link you just and now case. promo. Hang on, oh, Ted's gonna link you to it because maybe we could just listen and maybe Tiger can replay that voice a couple times. Yeah, I can, I can pipe the audio through here anyways. There you go. Let me see. So here we go, guys. Listen in chat. Okay. Here we go. Coral. Rack. <laughs> hey, Rack. <laughs> Coral. Ching Chang. There's a lady walking up the stairs. There's Deanna climbing the ladder, just utterly done. Poor Deanna. All right, listen, listen. Who's Deanna? Who's Deanna? There you go. You said that. Stop. <laughs> okay, she's, oh, climb- she's on top. She's on top? Sorry, That's a porno. <laughs> Shut up. Shh. Don't talk. It's quiet. Are you guys watching and watching? Shut up. No. Sorry. <laughs> Turn it up. It is turned up. <laughs> Norma, mute, mute. Uh, she ceased. She ceased. She's kind of a failure on the uh, on the uh, audio here. <laughs> I don't. No, it's no talking. 
guys, let me in. It's me, Rex. <laughs> and yeah, she's seeing the two people leave. All right, here goes. And there's a guy with an axe. She's looking at two other guys. One has an axe on. Here we go. Zip it. And she's just staring. Zip it. There it was. And that's it. No, that's it was it. at the end. Right at the end. She, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I did. But she's supposed to say something. Because she's supposed to say something. Guys, it's me, Glenn. I'm alive. <laughs> Open the gate. I got a big plan on you guys. I can use your help here. Okay, what? well, I don't know what you all are watching, but I got a webisode. A webisode. <laughs> and we couldn't hear anything on the Jedi radio. Already said it says Rick when you put it on closed captioning. It says Rick. Oh, well, then I guess that, that sums it up then, doesn't it? There you it? go. <laughs> There's a fuck up. Does he, does he actually say it's Rick? Yeah, Jedi of Light said in chat, if you have it on closed captioning, it says Rick. Well, maybe it's Glenn saying Rick. <laughs> maybe. I, mean, maybe. I, I don't have closed captioning on here. Maybe it's because I had annotations off or something. Guys, it's me, Rick. The closed, I read the closed captioning. Me. <laughs> Seriously, guys. Listen. Rick saying my own name listen, here. Listen, listen. <laughs> There you go. Says who, Rick? That sounded like a that sounded Andrew Lincolny to me. Yeah. Did could y'all hear it? They're gonna yeah. change that. You know they're gonna change. They give us like random stuff that we don't remember the following <coughs> episode later. True. Here you go. Maybe it's somebody else saying just Rick in the community, and they just bleeped it over. Who knows? This guy's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's exactly it. Maybe it's me. It's Glenn saying, "I got out in the nick of time." <laughs> Who's the nick of the tooth? <laughs> All right, one more time. One more time. Here we go. Here we go. Listen. I don't know. He built my dick. He built my dick. Are you sure it's the same clip that we, we looked at here? Yeah, I heard it when you played it. It's right at the very end. Maybe that was another that that could have also been, you know, one of the guys they have on the uh on patrol, you know, up in up in one of the towers looking out yelling, Hey, that's Rick. Because it sounded like someone saying Rick. Like, right. Hey, it's maybe, Rick. maybe a couple of the guys were talking. He says, "What's your what was your favorite Adam Sandler movie?" One says, "It was Click." <laughs> I want some dick. <laughs> you never know that that's exactly what they could be saying. You stupid man. While, while we're in the process of uh, talking about the, these people's voices and trying to decipher what they're saying and who's talking and whatever else. Am I the only one who – I mean I know that half of this cast are British people or Irish people or Australian people or whatever the hell they are faking these southern Atlanta accents. <laughs> Am I the only one who thinks that specifically Maggie more than anyone else, but these people have lost it and gone completely off the rails with the southern accent? <laughs> we were just that? mentioning about Maggie, how her accent is just – a little Ted, Ted, you from the south, ain't you there, boy? Yeah, listen to my thick southern accent. <laughs> oh my I'm goodness! Drawl that they have. They Matt's it, got the best southern accent. He's they the most southern of all. They said zombies eat Nick. 
The zombies eat Nick. <laughs> it was all zombies a trick. <laughs> oh that, my that's goodness! That's a good clip because you know it's got Michonne actually telling Maggie kind of about Glenn. You know, Glenn's missing. Uh, but if you're watching, you can kind of hear her whispering. She's kind of keeping on the download. <laughs> that was a, that's that Canada national uh, anthem, ain't it? That's yeah, the that's Georgia. Like that. That's the Georgia Backwoods national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you've seen that movie, you know squeal like a pig. <laughs> what movie is that? Oh, that's from um Deliverance. Deliverance. No, I agree. I'm also thinking of the other one where oh, what was that show that we watched on Netflix? I told you about Matt that you liked. Oh, uh, Marcos or Carcos no. or Dark? No, the one with the different like little episodes. <sighs> Come on, Matt. The one that's different. The one with the video gaming where they're riding the bike and they have to collect all the their points to make it to the top to try to get their one shot ticket. Uh, Willy Wonka. Lottery no, ticket? God. Damn it. Hold a second. Something I'd watch, but I, I wish you could remember the name of it. Kung Fury? Black Mirror. Oh, Black Mirror. Okay. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. That's the one where the guy bangs a pig. Yes. Don't you remember? <laughs> well, how could you forget? I know. It was a good scene. <laughs> a zombie thon from the Zombie Research Society in chat says Maggie, Maggie can speak in any accent she wants, and I'd be happy. I agree with the zombie thon in chat. This That's is true. true. Maggie's hottest personally, person. Personally, I, I, I like even, it better when the even, even French Canadian. She's as hot as Georgia roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> even hotter. <laughs> Perfectly timed uh, banjo. Good job, Turtle. Wait, Dave, so Dave, you're from Maryland? Yes, sir. Did we'll you get any, Did you get any TVs cheap lately? I'm sorry. Say that again. Did you Did you get uh, any TVs cheap lately, or shoes, or pants, or? It's okay. We don't understand them. That's not funny. I think Dave was in the middle of all those riots. When the riots. Was, the riots. He had. He, had, he oh, was. Yeah, on, I, I'm here in Baltimore City. Yeah. Mm. That's where I live. It's crazy. crazy. I was all paranoid. I'm like, are you guys okay <laughs> over there? Yeah, we were fine. It, it got It got about a mile away from where we live. Actually, it was the closest uh, looting and. Craziness, and, and most of it was across across on the other side of the city. But uh, it, it was very intense. We actually had a cop stabber had a show during all the riots. Uh, it had been booked months before the riots even were a thing. But right. coincidentally enough, uh, cop stabber show during the riots, which <laughs> was. A lot of fun. The club actually uh, changed our name for the show. They took us. They took us off the. They took us off the listing of the show and just put our the initials for our band's name. And, uh, that is probably smart thinking. Yeah, they they said there's enough police presence going on in the city right now. We really don't need any more heat. CS is playing, guys. Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, guys. So, so The Walking Dead. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it next week. Do you, Do you think that we will get the Rick or Glenn or anything like that next week, or is it going to be all? I think the next other week, Mag, It looks to me like Maggie's going to put on a backpack and go try to find Glenn, and we're not going to see Glenn well, like the finale. That's what I saw too. I, it looked like she was mobilizing for uh, for a search and rescue mission where she's either going to find him or she's going to find him. Hmm. Oh boy. 
That's crazy, though, because if she is pregnant, do you think that's smart on her idea? I mean, on her part. I don't think that she would care whether Either she way. or not. You know, she sees herself as uh, as another American badass that's going to go out and no one's going to tell her what to do and six guns blazing. And I can see that. I mean, she's lost her sister. She's lost her father right now. In her rage of her mind, she's not going to lose her husband either. If she has anything to say about it. Yep. <laughs> Rick, I mean, uh, not Rick. Ted, you got to do a, you got to <laughs> do a, the Walking Dead kiddos. Rick, Ted, do this. You got to do, do kiddos versions of this, 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 and that. I'm like, yeah. Uh, the devil Coral, just be a little sperm. edition. <laughs> I even had a, a, a Michelle Madison has messaged me twice about. I've been thinking about this. Like I think even even her mind's into like. She said, "I think you're onto something with this. How can I make money off of it?" <laughs> Yikes! Ah, uh, so so the Walking Dead will be back next week, and uh, you know I don't know. I, I like this week's episode. I was happy with it, but I don't know, man. It, it was. Uh, I think it was more upbeat. I mean, less upbeat than Fear of the Walking Dead, which everybody bashed. So, you know, The Walking Dead does get slow sometimes, too. I don't think it was the gym like they represented on, on The Talking Dead. You know, because they was like, you know, this is the spe- you know this is the one. This is the special one that was kept secret. And, you know, we put a lot of time into it and gave it an extra half hour. So, I don't know. It was like the Karate Kid, though, really. I mean, it's just... Like I said, it was well acted, I guess. But nothing about that episode moved me. There was like no revelation movie. about it. It's not like there was some big secret about it. Like I didn't, no. you didn't have to avoid social media when you watched it. Yeah, right. and you know, I, I don't mind that I know more about where his mindset, you know, this this Zen mindset came from. But I don't feel any closer to Morgan, and I don't like his character any more than I did. And yeah. if anything, you know, I, I, I ever since he's come and been this, you know serene i'm not gonna kill people thing like i've just been kind of yawning at him most of the time anyway yeah. i found it more annoying because it's very clear these people need to be killed and he's 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 endangering his own people by not killing them but i think we need somebody like this because first of all it creates it creates <laughs> another type of drama uh-oh what did he see another Zombie type of drama within the group Push it. <laughs> I disagree because I, you know, everyone wants to say that, that Glenn is the is the character that has that still has the humanity. You know that he's the one who never really lost his thing, and I think that he's, if anything, has the good balance of it. Like he's definitely ready to kill, but still has a little bit of that compassion and and whatever else. I don't need a pacifist. I need, I, I need I someone who's going to take care of business, but still has a little, a, a, at least a, a taste of humanity still in him. I, I see what you're saying, but I also think that to Rick, Glenn is still a kid, not like a young kid like Carl, but I don't think he would take Glenn's, uh, what, you know, what Glenn has to say. How do I explain it? Like his advice as willingly and as thoughtfully as he would coming from Morgan. <coughs> Why? Right. Because Glenn, you know, doesn't have family in the sense that he doesn't have kids. Morgan has lost his wife and his son, just like Rick has. And they kind of have like that common factor. 
So I that's why I would think that Rick would look more up to or probably take more of Morgan's advice than Glenn's. Hmm. But I agree with you. I think, you know, Glenn is um, a good uh, character, a good moral character that he has not lost his humanity. Well, I remember reading somewhere the producer said um, pretty much that Glenn is alive or he's going to come back in some form, but it's not going to be the same Glenn. So I could see this event changing him like it's not going to be for nothing. This event's going to change him. He's certainly not dead, though, but I think it's definitely going to make him like harder, uh, maybe harder or maybe maybe now he's like, okay, I was really close to death. What am I doing this for? You and know. ultimately, that guy, it's Nicholas who he should have killed, and Nicholas did get reformed, but ultimately, Nicholas is the one who knocked him into the zombies. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, if it, and it's the same with, like, it's the same with Morgan and those, those dudes that tried to kill Rick in the cabin. I mean, in the mm-hmm. trailer, and succeeded. Those are the guys Morgan just let go. Right. You know, what if these guys had killed Rick? That's Morgan's fault, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because Morgan could have killed them. He's like, y'all get out of here. And they immediately <laughs> went to Rick's trailer and tried to shoot him. Y'all get out of here. Y'all get out of here. <laughs> I mean, I just, but I like the these. I like these thoughts because I think this is what makes the story go more forward. You know, if if we all make these decisions, kill him, let's done, that's over with, we don't have anything to really play with at this point. But the cynical person in me, well, I am cynical, but uh, like if I were Morgan in that cage and the guy was like, oh, I've, I've adopted this new peace-loving philosophy, well, that's easy to do when you're in a house with all the supplies you could ever want and solar power and living the easy life and never really have to confront anything. Wouldn't Morgan be like, well, you, this is a nice theory, but you haven't actually lived it out there, so this is bullshit. But instead, he, he just goes full throttle. He's like, I'm going to live like this guy, whereas he knows the reality of the world mm-hmm. isn't, isn't like that, right? Now, like you personally, would you have left that swank crib? No, with no, no I chance. Don't I would have lived there for the next ten years. Absolutely, I'm like that's my home now. Thank you very much, Eastman. I'll make goat cheese and live in peace for the next. He 10 said it'd be food right? forever. He said you got food forever. <laughs> that was forever. the dumbest. That was the only plot twist or whatever in that in that episode that I totally didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Never leave that place. No, you should I, go back. You should be like Rick. I found a cool. <laughs> well, maybe supplies. that's what it is. Maybe <laughs> eventually he might want to try him back there. But no, they, they've tried that. I mean, they've tried more secure places like the prison, and it just yeah. they just can't find peace as far. Peaceful as is not fun TV. Oh yeah, right? no, it's, it's terrible for TV. I'm just saying, as, as a human being, there's no <laughs> chance that I would ever right? leave that crib. No, absolutely not. I think the I, zombie apocalypse would be in realistic, more like Eastman's story. I think I think that the zombies would be tolerated, and be a, life would go on. They'd be a one-week problem. Yeah, one-week problem, and then they're just tolerated. Kind of like uh, the Return Man, which I've always talked about. They're tolerated the, the like poisonous team, snakes. The military and the SWAT teams would wipe out all the zombies in about a day, and then it'd be like, all right. That's what I think. <laughs> if it was a real thing. Yeah. You hope. You're in Los Angeles, Ted. <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble, dude. And that's why, and that's why, you know, I think that the rage zombies, you know, it's spreading super fast, you know, 28 days later type style. That's the only way that I think that it could really work is if it just spreads so stupidly fast that by the time the military is even able to get involved, they're practically overwhelmed themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get I mean, you, you get bitten by a guy running at you, and you're turned within five seconds of being bitten. Yeah, and exactly. I can see that spreading like the half the city has it in a day. 
But these slow Romero zombies, I can never see something like that getting to a Walking Dead level. Exactly. Unless the people that, you know, surprisingly die and come back. <laughs> yeah, but even then, then, it's like you get bitten by a zombie. It's like, you got, well, you bit me. I got 12 hours to go do something about it. <laughs> well, do, do you guys ever feel sorry for the zombies on The Walking Dead? Like, they'll see a zombie in a car. I'm like, man, they've been there for years. I bet they're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say the one zombie we saw and uh, on Sunday's episode was pretty eerie. The one that comes walking towards him and uh, Morgan in the forest or the woods, whatever you want to call it. And his mouth is all like dragging with like his skin like uh, rotting off of it. That was pretty gruesome, I thought. We're standing they've in the back of the great net. Job. This season, I think more so than any of the others, they've really done a great job with some of the makeup effects. The makeup. Like my favorite, personally, was the that first one that cut that came through in between the two tractor yeah. trailers. Kevin! Oh, God, that was so great. It looked like cutting into an enchilada, the way his skin ripped open. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Great. And the gore, the splashing on the camera is phenomenal. Like, we've seen it before. Um, around but it's becoming more and more of a common theme and i just i just love that i just i don't know why but it's pretty awesome you just see them like shoot a zombie and then goosh it's like almost i don't know right in your face in the camera you feel more in it i think absolutely well let me ask you something what with reality whenever it comes to Shows like this, all right, you've got scenes, you know, like like sometimes, I mean, you know, there's 500 people on set. We know they all sign a contract. But how is it not leaked if Glenn is dead or alive? Because, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? The zombie, yeah, they sign contracts, but I'm just surprised. That, say, like, if I was on The Walking Dead and I was a zombie, i come home and I'd be like, you know, Glenn's alive, Angie. And she goes to work, oh, yeah, Glenn's alive. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised at how good they keep a lot of these secrets. You know, well, I know there's a lot of because a lot of people happening. know a lot of people know whether or not he's dead or alive, and a lot of those people make maybe what fifty dollars a day is an extra. But you're on contract, and I have to tell you, I have a friend who does extra, you know, work as an extra, and he, you know, he has to sign a lot of papers. And if he were to say something, if you know, he doesn't tell me anything, but if he were to say something, find out it's him. That's it. You, you know, you either get like a severe slap on the wrist and you cannot do work for a long time or that you're done. Or so. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. They, they take your little, your little SAG card or whatever and they boot you out. That's it. And you ultimately want to tell people just to feel good, like meaner, meaner, meaner. I know something you don't know type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like your your own personal glory that you, I get to tell somebody, you know, and, and you know, on ZombieCast, you know, in the early days of ZombieCast, I used to do, you know, one of the hosts was somebody from The Walking Dead. And, uh, you know, I would, behind the scenes, it'd just be me and him. I'd be like, dude, just tell me something. And he'd be like, dude, I, I can't. I mean, you can't get nothing out of them people. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> Those people. Those people. Like last year, you know, we were hanging out with Kevin Gilbright, the, 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 the walker that came in between the two tractor trailer trucks. He was also Swamp Walker, which killed Dale. But, you know, we were hanging out with him at Walker Stalker Con, me, Matt, and Ted. And, you know, like the, a week later, he was the zombie toward, you know, his back kind of ripped off. And, you know, and, uh, the, you know the, when the girl's arm went in the skin behind the zombie, yeah. whenever they first started seeing the zombies. With a the lot of Madison did it for, did yeah, yeah, but, you know, it was just crazy that, you know, that, that Kevin, yeah, he doesn't, those people just don't let nothing out. Everything's a secret to them. 
Their loyalty is crazy. I'm just well, surprised things don't it's slow. Like, it's, it's like uh, we just said, it's like if somebody finds out, he might get blacklisted and his whole career, his whole gig he has has been pissed away and he won't be able to get a job again. Yeah, right. it's not worth it just to yeah, look like a cool guy. Just, <laughs> yeah, just look like a cool guy. It's not worth risking your whole career. Right. Because, yeah. you know, I talked to him. He was like, one of the lead like ghouls. People on Star Wars, their mouth shut. It's like, yeah, keep your mouth shut or else you're done. You're not going to get to work in Hollywood ever again. Right. Yeah. And your stuff will be cut out. Because I know they can talk about it afterwards. But, you know, you know what I'm saying. There's, if Glenn's alive, there's thousands of people that know it. But nobody's saying nothing. It's just weird. I don't know. It seems like I'm surprised it hasn't slipped. It's going to be fun and not. Just to be you know, involved. Well, that's what I was going to yeah. say, too. It's, it's an honor to be a part of this show. Right? And to give that away, it's almost like. Giving a little piece of you away, a little secret, you know? Yeah, what, what was you going to say, Matt, Zombie-thon? Well, Zombie-thon said he worked in uh, a few films like Cloverfield and Hellboy, and he signed a bunch of stuff, too. So uh, I think it's what we're all saying. It's just, you know, for that two seconds where you're like, I'm the guy who knows stuff, it's not worth risking your career. True. Basically. I spent a whole, I spent a whole lot of time after, because I, I was involved in helping make the... Uh, <laughs> as a production assistant, you know, nothing major, but helping out with the Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I tell you, I've, I've, I've loved the opportunity to, you know, tell everybody about, you know, the experience of going out and making the, making, you know, working on that movie and mm-hmm. everything else. But even, even that, you know, they didn't want us telling anybody uh, about anything about that before it yeah. came out and became the phenomenon that it, that it is. Right. Well, because that movie relied so much on the fact that people thought it was real, too, right? So if you came out and said you worked on this film, then there goes their entire yeah. marketing campaign. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so that's that's The Walking Dead this week. I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, we, we got another thing that we want to talk about. And Ted gifted me with something last night. And I got to say, <laughs> Ash versus the Evil Dead. Blew me away. Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah. I cannot wait for the next episode. So and I good. Almost, so dude, good. I jumped so it was bad good. several times on that. Dave, they nailed. The, they nailed the feel of that yeah. movie. Yeah, Dave, movie. Dave, did you so see good. Ash versus the Evil Dead? I, I wish I had stars, but uh, this 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 poor Baltimore boy does not <laughs> does not have all all the all the channels required for that yet. But right. I. Uh, I'm looking forward to to playing catch up because I'll watch it even even knowing everything that happens. I'm gonna still watch every episode. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead was just amazing. Army of Darkness, you know, I, all this stuff was it was such a big part of my growing up that there's no chance I'm not gonna continue the canon. You well, know, and well, 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 go ahead, Matt. Well, I was gonna say I, I don't know how they did it, but I was I was scared that it was gonna be like them just trying to like recapture the glory and, and be kind of cheesy about it. But they did it in a way where they did recapture some of the cheesy lines and they brought back some of the iconic stuff like the chainsaw and it felt awesome. Like it didn't feel pandering. It didn't feel it, cheesy. It felt, it felt authentic. Yeah. Right. Especially that scene where he leaps to get the chainsaw. I was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> They're, I'm like, this is pretty gory. Like, I don't know. I was like kind of, I'm like I'm scared. I'm a little scared right now. <laughs> I watching. jumped. I jumped. There was a couple moments. I'm like, oh, good thing the lights are on. 
But, yeah. you know, and as I kept watching, it just kept getting better and better. And I liked, yeah. like, the funny moments in there. Like, because it wasn't over-the-top cheesy. It was just well done. It was just enough of the humor yeah, to really enjoy it. That without was it super cool. HD. They put a lot of money, I think, into the film, the production, mm. everything about this. But the thing that, that I liked about it was you never knew whenever the, what, what are they called, the Deadites? The Deadite, yeah. The Deadites, because they, they could be anybody, pretty much. Or you never know where, where they're going to pop out. Like, 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 you know, it's on stars, you know, there can, there can be sex scenes yeah. and nudity and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it's all about Ash wanting the girl's panties. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whoops, I should not be watching this right now. That uh, but, but the way that the the Book of the Dead gets read is is yeah. so epic. Ted, <laughs> tell us how does the Book of the Dead get read again and everything open <laughs> back groovy, up? Groovy, groovy, groovy. All right, how it happens? In this, how it happens in this new? Well, the old one. I mean, you, if you haven't seen the Evil Dead one by now, go watch it. It's very easy to track down. This one, Ash has the Book of the Dead, which I don't even know how he still has it or why, but who cares? Um, and he's just. Basically, they show a flashback where he just had some girl at his trailer, and they were smoking weed and just laughing and crackling up, and they started talking about poetry. He's like, I got some fucking poetry for you. And he pulled out the book, and they start, like, jokingly laughing, reading the passage. Necronomicon ex mortis. Yes. The book of the dead. Like, it's all a big joke, and they end up just reading all the passages from the first movie, and they bring back all the, all the zombies and ghosts. Basically, just... In a in a in a stone stupor where they're just giggling, they read the book. Yeah, but but yeah. the funny part about it is, is is she reads the book and then all of a sudden he's like got this girl doggy style where she's kind of bent over and he's having sex with her, and all of a sudden she looks around and it's like the bitch in the basement, man. All of a sudden, you know, she's one of the deadites, and then you know he kind of backs up and he's like, "Whoa, what was that?" And then she looks normal and he's like, "Are you gonna finish it?" And he runs back and starts hitting that mess again. Oh, no, that was a different one. That wasn't oh, a, a different one, but still, that mess made me laugh. Yo, she bitch. Let's go. <laughs> I like the practical effects in this, too. Like, it, it, it's just like the original movie. Like, the no CG. It's all animatronics. Now, all... I think there was some CG in a few things. They did. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. But, I mean, like, but for close the up part, the head coming off? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. But um, you know what I mean, though? Like, the, the yeah. spirit of the original was, like, real effects, real exploding dummies and stuff and i think they tried that as much as possible with this one yep with the blood oozing out of their neck like the old lady whatever she yeah. was to him <laughs> and it's like you see the little tube and the blood just, goo, 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 just... uh it's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> i was freaked out at the beginning man with the little with the, the two police officers coming in and man I man, know. I felt a tingle when he said groovy at the end i was like oh god it's so cheesy but yeah groovy, <laughs> groovy bruce <laughs> You know what's interesting? Sorry. The character that the character that is Ash was not really introduced until like the sort of second half of the second movie. Because if you watch that trilogy, the first half, the first movie is not a joke. It's like kind of a real serious, serious. dark uh, story movie. Yeah. And then the second one starts to become like a comedy. And then by the end is when he becomes the iconic character we all know him as. And then the yeah. third one is just a full blown comedy. Do you think they'll ever address how the third one ended as him as a caveman? <laughs> Do you no, remember well, that? that? That was the that was the alternative ending. That oh, was not right. uh, the canon. Right. The canon was he wound up back at the S Mart, and uh, now yeah. he's working at the uh, Value Center or whatever. It's he's working still in right. a S Mart type place, but it's a different place. That'd be funny <laughs> if they, in the episode they kind of do like a little, a little a throw in on that. <laughs> yeah. For this, uh, 
it's, it's really, really good. Like I said, the production and everything. And, you know, I'm like you, man. I was on the fence. I was worried about it. But, I, you know, I got to say, if you're a fan of The Evil Dead, I think that this is up there with the movies. I think it's going to be as good as the movies. I mean, it, what I saw so far, I'm impressed. Now, Derek mm-hmm. did say that you can catch the first episode on the face on their Facebook page. Very cool. I'll definitely try to check that out. So and works. then just get freaking teased and and more pissed <laughs> off that I can't watch the rest of them. But, <laughs> of course. Uh, right. uh, at least I'll still yeah. get my chance to see the first one. You can borrow it from the internet. Hail to the that. king, baby. Yes, we secretly borrow it. <laughs> so I always return the movies I get from the internet. So. Yes. Oh, absolutely. True, yeah. true. So, Ted, do you think this could ever be as big as the movies, what you saw in the first episode? I, I I don't know, but it I mean it it started out I was a little I don't know about this, but then yeah by the end it was uh yeah this is full blown just Evil Dead again, um but even more silly, so mm. and Bruce Campbell damn it he, he's nothing if he's not a likable man <laughs> so I know yeah. he's so charismatic I can't even I've met him at more than one of the uh, convention things that I've that I've attended over the years just as a uh, fan and I mean it seems like he's at every one ever. And, uh, you know, just even if it's just five seconds, the the handshake, the thanks, you know, whatever, like he's so genuine, so sincere, so nice every time he's good for a laugh. Uh, real cool, real solid dude. Yeah. And he on this That's show, he's extremely likable. And I liked I like the beginning where the, the hot girl thinks he's just like a pitiful old like whatever. And then by the end, he's like, "I told you you'd come around." And she's like, <laughs> she kind of fl- he, fl- he takes her belt. She kind of falls back onto the bed, like thinking he's going to take her. She's like, "Huh." Oh. I had to laugh. I'm like, she's "Yeah, hot, man. I had to write that little line right there." But anyways, <laughs> that girl was super that hot. Was my- man. Has she been in anything else, Ted? I- she looks familiar. I do not know. She looks hot. <laughs> I, yeah, I, would have, I think I have to kick Judith that day to the curve for her. <laughs> oh wow, that's saying something. Yes. That is saying something. Sorry, so dude. let's hope that the next episodes are just as fun and exciting as this one. Yeah, I think it's it's just fun. It's a it, it fills that niche of fun horror for me. I don't even find it that scary. Like there are there are a lot of shock scenes, but the beginning me, part, I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. Do you ever see the original Evil Dead? Yes. I have not. Well, you need to watch the original ones. And what's cool is I thought they actually used footage from those movies in this one when he was telling the... That I, know, that I figured out. I thought that was awesome. And uh, when you watch them, Norm, you got to remember the, the, get, the, the movies were made by three different companies, made all three of the movies. So at the beginning of each movie, they have a recap of the previous film, and they awesome. had to completely reshoot the recap because they did, couldn't get the rights to the footage. Oh. oh. And that's confused people for years. They're like, why does none of this match up? And it's not the same actors, and it doesn't make sense. So it, it is yeah, the same. Yeah, it's kind of weird because... Yeah, it's, it's very weird because at the end of part two, you see him fight some creature, and then you don't see that in the beginning of the third one. Yeah, and the beginning of the third one does not match up with the ending of the second one, other than he goes through, it goes into a time portal. But it's... it's yeah, movie to movie, there's a massive continuity error between each movie. Like, just they just didn't care. Like, whatever. I'm okay with it. And he's hailed as a god at the end of the second when he falls out of the portal, and they hail him as like a as like the king. But then, for some reason, in the beginning of the third one, he's in chains as a slave. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's not that's not how that last one ended. Well, a lot of things can happen. 
I was about to say it's a thin line I'm from sure from being the, the the king of the world and uh, the bottom of the barrel. There you go, man. I think you got a new song. I'm actually. pretty sure the show is. Hmm? What? When? What? 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 I'm pretty sure the show is. Groovy. <laughs> 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 You've been practicing that all night, haven't you? Yes, Groovy. right in front of the mirror. Timing was off, but whatever. <laughs> we'll edit it. We'll make it good. Don't worry. Yeah. So Ash versus Evil Dead. I'm sitting here trying to look up news stories about it. Interview showrunner Greg. What are the ratings The what? The ratings. I don't know. It was no, on. No. I didn't hear that many people talking about it. And it was on Halloween night, which I don't know if that. Well, then you have Walking Dead premiered on Halloween night. That is true. It seems like you might be cutting into a lot of your audience who has to well, make I got a decision. I got Canada news for you, Sean. I went to uh, Canada's Wonderland's haunted uh, house event. House? You guys know there's haunted house. Yeah, it's uh, Canada's Wonderland. Like uh, it, it turns into a, like one giant haunted house over the Halloween break, and that was pretty awesome. It's so, pretty good, man. There was yeah? moose walking around, <laughs> like killer beavers, <laughs> the haunted beaver. igloo, yeah, vampire beavers, vampire beavers. Oh, those are the worst, man. <laughs> zombie beavers are worse than vampire beavers. You ever seen well, zombie beavers? Have you ever gotten them in the room t- together? It's it's a pretty. What about the Zombaluga whales? Zombaluga whale? Yeah. Well, they they just roam the streets, right? So they're already dangerous as they are. No, but Rot- it was fun. Rotten Tomatoes gave it ninety six percent. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Although I don't usually so, care about like those kind of ratings, I like to just kind of make up my own mind with yeah. those things. So, so what all was in this? Good, it, was there zombies, Matt? Tell us about your haunted house. Uh well, it was my it was my haunted house. No, it's Canada's Wonderland. Do you guys know Canada's Wonderland? It's like our um, it's like our Disneyland basically. It's our it's our big theme park in Ontario. What is what that is, noise? I don't know. That's so Sorry weird. guys. Are you farting into the mic? It's a Normie's vibrator. Vibrator. Like a little kazoo up there. Well, you know. Norm is cleaning her vibrator and she's back to the power button. What was that noise? Don't tell anybody. Quiet. That's not like one of them old school Tell us about your your haunted house, Matt. Tell us about your haunted house. (laughs) There it goes again. There it goes again. That's your vice high pitch. That's your vice version. Sean Ashton. (laughs) To this tiny anus. Like. (laughs) Oh, Sean Ashton. (laughs) Tiny little star. What are you doing over there? Anyways. Hey, little Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) This is my vibrator, little Mikey. She got asthma. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Norman, so Matt, Norman, you think house. we can hear it? Like the <laughs> Normal, we can hear it. Shh, quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Scanners Wonderland. It was a haunted house. They had like um, ten parts of the park that were uh, dolled up for a haunted. There's like a sci-fi house. You go through a house. It's a lot of sci-fi creatures. They had like the ruins. It was pretty neat, actually, and all the rides were open until midnight, so it was a fun time. Me and Mariana did that and then uh, posted some pictures. So. Now, is it, like, really scary, or, like, what age do you think would be the cutoff as far as little kids go? Do yeah, go- well, I mean, here's the deal. It's, it's supposed to be scary, and sometimes it is. It depends, because they have about 350 uh, actors who are supposed wow. to be scaring you during these things. They're dressed up as, like, zombies and stuff. 
But I found maybe it was the night, but I found most of them were just like teenagers in a mask, like who didn't really care about their job yeah. that night. So yeah. it's just like, uh, or they they wouldn't even say anything. They're just like leaning against the wall. I'm like, aren't you supposed to be doing something right now? Oh man, because uh, it's just the atmosphere. Like I just love the Halloween. <laughs> Halloween's my favorite. It's my favorite time of year. Like right. October's yeah. my favorite month, I think, of the year. So it's just going to some place with Halloween stuff going on. I think. So, so how much coin up there? Because we you know, we have haunted houses around here, and you know they've gotten really, really big. And it, you know you're talking. They had tickets at Costco. I saw the other day, and it was. I think their tickets were like forty five bucks a piece, and you get to skip the line. But if you go, dude, it's like a lot of our haunted houses, man, are like. Between thirty and fifty bucks, man, they're so expensive. Well, this was a theme park, right? So I mean, it's just thirty oh. to get through the door, and then they had all these haunted houses going on there, plus the ride. Yeah, hey, I don't mean to uh, interrupt, but my phone is about to tap out, so I think that Cop Stabber Dave is signing off for the no. room. Oh, oh, before you go, tell Dave. everybody, tell us where we can oh, find you. Yeah, where, where can we find you, Dave? Find you. Uh, you could definitely look. Just look for Copstabber on Facebook. We also have, uh, I believe, there's a Bandcamp. Uh, you can find us on StereoKiller.com. You can get us on iTunes. You can you can purchase the stuff. Um, you can also go through uh, Zodiac Killer Records for the first album and Overdose on Records for the second. Uh, TurboYugend.com. Lots of there's lots of ways you can get our stuff. We're out there. So awesome. just Google cop cop stabber. Just uh, cop. If I do that, will my local police track me down or, <laughs> or flag me? <laughs> I will. I cannot confirm or deny the watch list status that you will be placed on. Mount but it's worth stabber. it. It's worth it. We'll have a good time listening to some some aggressive punk rock music that's got a real good sense of humor to it. Awesome. Well, wait, cop stabber. I got it right here. Does it look like kill them all? Yeah, that is uh, our second album. It's called Stab Em All. That was my wedding song. This is him. Thanks. It's on Spotify. Is that you? Is that your voice? Yeah. my voice. Get on. Pig Roast. Thank you, Dave, for joining us. Thank you, Dave. I'm good. It was my pleasure, guys. Anytime. Thank you. I'm going to listen to this tomorrow. It's on Spotify. Cop Stabber, one word. Definitely find us on Spotify. Thanks a lot, guys. I'm out. Awesome. Have a good night. Thanks again. Bye. Uh, stab them all, Aww. cops. Uh, and they're, uh, they have another one called Officer Down. <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome. He's o- he's just as a talented voice. I knew oh, one day. Guy. I mean, I, I, don't, I disagree with his uh, uh, cop stance, but he's a great... He's, he's yeah, fun. he's he's Zombie Thon, man. I feel bad for him. Why? He said I worked in a haunted house. I got spit on. Someone pissed in my water bottle. Some dude oh, yeah, punched sure me. Oh, I'm sure you get punched out a lot. Oh my haunted houses. Yeah. I worked in a Catholic haunted house one time. Really? Oh, one yeah. of those uh, like scare you out of abortion type haunted houses? <laughs> oh no, God. it was it was at a it was at this cathedral in town, and it was an old girlfriend and. I was asked to work at the Catholic haunted house, but they were like, Dude, "You can't be too scary." But me and my dreadlock buddy, uh, we we got we scared everybody. Have you seen? There's it's it's related on Netflix. There's this documentary. I think it's called like Church Camp or something. I have to find the name, but it is about how every Halloween, like it's a tradition for this this church group to put on a haunted house where it goes through all the sins. 
So, like, some rooms are, like, if you smoke weed, this is what happens. And it's, like, full on. You watch a scene of, like, a guy at a party, like, raping a girl and then killing oh himself. Gosh. And then, like, the next scene is, like, a guy committing suicide because, like, he, he fell to Satan. So it's, like, the scariest, goriest scenes for, for teenagers to scare them straight kind of thing. It's on Netflix. It's really interesting. I will watch that. I like that stuff. So yeah, Dave has, has, does he got side tattoos? Dave's got tattoos that story all over the place. <laughs> Sorry. He's it's got okay. tats all over. I was looking at pictures of Dave. <laughs> So, yeah, he's he's Hell pretty hope. awesome. Check out his music. He's he's a super super talented guy. Yeah. So Ted, did you go to any more haunted houses in Los Angeles? Uh, no. I went to um, Halloween Horror Nights. I talked about a little last week where I saw Nicotero. But the main thing I did was a uh, Halloween Day. There's a convention out here called Kamikaze. That's uh. Run by Stan Lee yeah, and uh, Elvira. That's uh, convention. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You know Elvira, the, uh, the famous Elvira, who's yes. an age, and even though she was like, I think she was like 80 when I was five years old, and now she's still 80, but looks like 20. It's very bizarre. She's, I think she really is a vampire. That's all I can come up with. World but, uh, is a vampire. Do you know she was in Cheech and Chong? No, I did not. The very first movie. Do you, do you, are you familiar with Cheech and Chong? Of course. The very first movie, you remember when the Hulk runs through the wall? No. <laughs> they're in a studio and they're stealing gas. And they walk in and there's a girl going, Help me, Wamba! Help me! Help me! And, and it's, it's her. She's a redhead. Hey, yeah, she's Cassandra Peterson. In real life, she's a redhead. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, she's in the first show movie in like the first 15 minutes. Sorry, but well, uh, Elvira was there. I went to the event. I, I actually met Elvira years ago. And they had a whole signing place where you go meet her. And there was a line. It was like, And I didn't go to see her. I just kind of went because I got a free... Free pass, thanks to Zombie Cast. But I uh, went in and just kind of walked around, looked at things. They had movie memorabilia, cool posters, comic books, RoboCop memorabilia, things like that. Um, trying to think what happened. And I went to my friends. I had a couple of friends doing a panel about uh, my friends Clark Wolf from The Nerdist and Maud Garrett, who's uh, on SourceFed. She's a hot Australian girl. You'd like her. You'd like her. She's the girl. I don't know if you saw it. There's a video on the internet of a girl interviewing Lee Whannell at Universal Halloween Horror Nights, and Chucky comes up and she starts sobbing. Mm. Have y'all seen this video? No. Nope. She, like she literally flips out over Chucky. Well, this is my friend Maud. Well, mm. she was um there, and I went to their panel, and then I walked around Maud for a bit, and then I was like, had to go find my friend Rachel because Rachel's always there doing God knows what. So I went and found her, and she was selling autographs. Then I was kind of like, I'm just gonna go home. This is boring. So I went over to like uh, <laughs> I went over to say goodbye to Maud, and Maud was like, "You have to come to my other panel. I have another panel. You have to come to my other panel." And I was like, "Well, when's your other panel?" And she smiled. She's like, "It's at four thirty. And I was like, "What time's it now?" She goes, "It's two. Uh. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was, she's like, "Can you please come to the panel?" I was like, "All right, I'll come to your panel." So I had to kill two and a half hours, and I went to the panel, and she was up there dressed as the Joker and uh, Naomi Kyle from IGN was in the panel and yeah did, 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 did. And after that was over I just was like kinda like I'm tired. And my mm-hmm. my howling basically sleep sleep on my couch. You um, didn't give out candy? What's wrong with you? Who was no, the high, who's the hot girl you took a pic with? The clown. You guys yeah, you yeah, if you, you on my Facebook there's a picture of me with Maud. She's dressed as the Joker. I did see that. Yeah. Um I'll send you the video of her losing her mind over Chucky. It kinda became a viral video for a bit. She freaked out, huh? She's, we actually 
She's terrified, terrified of clowns, right? She's terrified of horror movies to a level like she has a pathological problem. Huh. Uh, and I've even tweeted, I said, we should do a YouTube show where like I try to get you over your fear of horror movies. But she's afraid to the level that she will like start like hyperventilating and crying. Wow. It's really weird. That is good. triggered that she got attacked uh, by a, a doll when she was a kid. Oh, hey, you know what? We have a few minutes. Watch this video live. This is like a couple minutes. Um, hang on. That would, this would be Wait, a good have video. Have heard about watch. Rick Baker uh, putting makeup on his daughter, turning her into the Joker during Halloween? No. Yeah, watch this video. You can stream oh. it if you want, Tyrekel, I guess. But um, this video is quite something. I can, I can stream it. To stream the audio. See. Hopefully it has good audio. She's interviewing Lee Whannell, the guy that uh, wrote the Saw movies, and he he directed it. Here we go. What's going on? I'm standing in front of you. He's He's showing some clip. What's he saying? Well, it's after the clip. He's got to break. Okay, then I'll just just wait here. Let me see. Okay, here we go. Hi, Lee. Oh, Good to you? hear it. How are you? How are you doing? What are we well, doing here for Halloween, well, man? I know. Okay, the problem with not having Halloween in Australia and coming somewhere like this, I am so not immune to being scared. Yeah, like, well, the th- like I'm brown flood status. Really? Okay, that's a dangerous level. Yeah. You might have to wear adult diapers. Um, I actually don't get scared by the people jumping out and scaring me. It's, 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 I, but I love going through mazes with people who do get that scared. I'm person. Yeah, so just, I, I want to go guys. through the maze at the same time as you so I can ruthlessly torture you no, by no, directing no. you and also scaring you on top of the performance. No. Oh, okay, this is not okay. Extra scares. So the last time that I was here and I went through the maze, I was on hands and knees, like crawling wow. through. And if I didn't have someone to literally hold on to and be like a bodyguard, I, I was against the wall. Well, the guy who runs the Universal Mazes, who built the Insidious Maze, John, he was telling me that uh, people regularly get punched. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's like an instant reaction. Yeah, people just punch these performers that jump out at skis. I don't do that, though. I I literally try and be as small as possible and then roll. So it's safe to say that you wouldn't do that maze called Blackout that they have. They just started doing it last year in downtown L.A. They put a bag on your head. You have to go... (laughs) You have to go through one at a time, and you get waterboarded. You, it's true, true okay, stuff. No. Look it up, blackout. People, but there's masochistic people in the world. I'm not one of them. I'm in a safe bubble of happiness. Yeah, yeah. no, I think you need to do it. It's good. Okay, fuck no, all right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's not going to happen. But I've actually got a phobia now of, of, let's call them little people, because the Chucky, Chucky when it came out. No, He's don't. He's just over there. Don't, don't there's do a guy in a Chucky costume. Don't do that. No. <laughs> oh. Poor girl. Wow. Look at her. <laughs> oh Jesus! Has anyone got a needle? From um. This is a real. F- I might have to take over. What's the show called? <laughs> I'm hosting from now on. She's having an attack. Uh, everything's. Oh, uh, you're crying. Are you, is everything going to be okay? She, you really are crying. <laughs> and then jumped out of me last time. I thought it was a robot. And then jumped out and chased me. <laughs> you realize there's a camera on you, and this is going to be aired, though, aren't you? Wow. You know, I think he we can talk not... about this. Let's get deep into the issue. <laughs> what is it about that <laughs> tiny Chucky man who's potentially going to scare you that makes you cry tears on camera? I don't know. I think it's because it's trying to kill me. <laughs> well, he does have a knife. He's holding a knife. This can't be real. She's got to be doing an act. I know. 
Is that, can yeah. someone dial 911? Is that it? Just to have them here. It's not to say that she's going to go to hospital, but just to have them nearby. Yeah, okay. There's, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> He's approaching, actually. Here he comes. He's sort of pushing his way through. Why would he come back? <laughs> oh, shit, he's right there. <laughs> Lee Winnell being a dick. Wow. I'm the host of this show now. I met Lee Winnell at the... I'm not uh, even quite sure what show it is. Three weeks ago. Hi, out of Burbank, and welcome to your public television station. Um, are you going to be able to continue? No, I'm going to go to and cry for a little bit. Yeah, you, I mean, can we just have a look at these tears in the light? They're real tears. I keep sort of touching the mic with my lips. Oh. Really don't have Ryan Seacrest's mic technique. Um, but everything else is good. I think they let him away from me. I think they've actually pushed him back. Yeah, but we're just making sure. Yep, real tears. That's Halloween Horror Night, guys. That, my friends, is terror. Yo, this girl losing it. Thank you so much. Bring the Chucky over. Poor girl. That's weird. You know, you're only making it worse. You're only making this worse. Alright. She gets so much crap thrown at her about Chucky because of that video, obviously. That's weird. Are you sure like that wasn't her playing it up? Oh, right. So it's very it's hard to tell. I don't know. Yeah. No, that seems genuine, but it seems like there's something deep seated there that just yeah. Came out. There's, she's got some deep seated, like what she accidentally locked yeah. in a closet with a Chucky doll for like a day when she was a child. Yeah, yeah. there's got to be something, some story behind that. Yeah. So guys, yeah. we gotta get to the wrap up show. Oh, no, I didn't hang out with her and got a picture. There's a picture of me with her on the uh, whatever. I'll put it, I'll put it up on the uh, the Instagram, the Zombie Cast Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it in our chat. She's really pretty. Teddy should go for the Aussie girl. <laughs> I do like that Aussie. You see, you should see I her dated roommate. an Aussie girl. They're amazing. Rachel. Her roommate Rachel. is Aussie as well. They're just stunning. <laughs> Dude, that Chucky yeah. is pretty. Funny. I went on a European tour when I left uh, university and I dated. I met an Australian girl. I was in love for like a year and I was going to move out to Australia and everything. It's pretty sad. Aww. But then I found Mariana and I'm like, yay! Yeah. Is she listening? Is she listening? Mariana's good. She's hot. You're lucky, Matt. She's a catch, man. Mariana, when I met Mariana, I was like, damn, look at this. Were you like, how did he? What? Wait, you were No, no, I I totally. I think you're a a great looking guy, too. But when I I, I met Mariana, I was like, Mariana, like, you know, you see pictures of her on the internet, da, 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 da. But when you actually have her standing in front of you talking to you, it's kind of like, this girl's, this girl's very, this girl's quite attractive. Yeah. This, her whole persona and sense of humor and talking to you, yeah, yeah. So. And well, she liked Hot. you guys as well, very much. Good, so. good, good. Stubby Sean, short Sean Freeman. <laughs> she, no, she honestly, she. We were talking about uh, Walker Stalker last year and how how we actually really missed it because we had such a great time, kind of meeting you guys. Yeah, dude, I, I did miss it this year. Maybe we'll have to go back next year, maybe, or just but, do uh, something with us. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Yeah, but uh, but guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. And for the live chatters, we apologize. We'll be ready to go at 8 o'clock sharp next week uh, as we had a little hiccup uh, 20 minutes uh, trying Wait, to get Dave on at the end of the show. Skype. 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 Sk
Yeah. That's my new rule. I agree. I agree. But uh, guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. And Miss Norma, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under Normie477, or you can find me on allgames.com on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Knuckleballer Radio. And come find me on uh, Facebook under Normie Late. You can also find Normie getting blood splashed in her face and screaming, Yay! Yay! <laughs> on, That's on right. Screams across the world. <laughs> And come back, kids. <laughs> you know, oh, and then I also say, oh, on there, too. Jesus. So. Oh, there's a whoa in there. I think, yeah, she did send me a whoa that should be mixed in there with when all the kids go, whoa. Remix. Yes. Wow. Ted, where can people find Keanu, you? Keanu Reeves, whoa. Yeah. Uh, Ted, I can everything, playing a lot of Halo 5 multiplayer. I'm a beast at Halo 5 multiplayer. I'm really damn good at it. So come, come, come! Be murdered by me, or help me, help me, uh, uh, aid me in my quest to victory in Halo I'll Five. Come with other people. Uh, follow me on Twitter, ta, 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 and go to YouTube and look up Combat Kid and watch the video like eight, eighteen times at least. Eighteen I times, times. at least thousand times, Ted. You can hear <laughs> you can hear uh, Matt and Matt's son and Matt, the whole Bradford family doing voices, Normie doing voices, Sean's son, me. Our very own Sub Z and many many others uh, from the uh, po- the podcasting family. Michelle Madison's in there. Can't. When can we expect yeah. the special edition? Never. <laughs> this That's one, after this one, this hours. One, this one, first time. Though I did go through and fix some. There's a couple of glitches and errors that I went through, and I'm working out. Uh, I found a few more mats. I'm uploading like a final, final, final version for you to grab because I keep awesome. finding little things like how how did I miss that? Like things like the cool. snake in Melina's stomach's tails cut off. It's like, what the? F- How did I miss that? You know, I, oh, I just want well, to be such a complex it. thing. You can be, you can be forgiven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're gonna George Lucas the. Uh, the but when it takes two seconds to fix something, but it, you know, it's like I'm gonna fix that. Okay, there's that. There's that. There's like there's there are things like a shot like there's a scene where Jack, Jack's throws rain through the air and rain has no eyebrows. Little things like that I didn't notice till after it was uploaded. And you're like, Jesus. Right. Right. But uh. Watching it like on your computer, no one will ever notice any of this stuff. It's just me being me, me and my OCD. Right, right. <laughs> Which sucks for you, but the end product is amazing. So keep up the OCD. Well, hope we can do more. Warner Brothers, wink, wink, cha-ching. Yes, more, more. Be nice. Tiger Claw, where can people find you? You can find me at Tiger Claw three hundred five on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, and this show has been groovy. <laughs> yeah, good one, Tiger Claw. Ah, uh, yes. Well. Yeah. Uh, and Madam McFly, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter at Madam McFly, M A T T O M C F L Y, and Tuesday nights on Video Game Outsiders. Nice, nice. The Riotcast nice. Network. Riotcast Network. Now that's good. Uh, I want to thank all the chatters for hanging out in chat. You know, we were the number one live show this week on the All Games Radio Network, and be sure to check out. Uh, the ZumResearchSociety.com, ZumResearchSociety.org. Either one of those uh, will take you over there. And like I said, we're ooh, on the front page ooh. over there now. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. What? Ooh, ooh. I had one more thing to say. I forgot. Say Guess it. who I ran into at the, uh, at the, uh, the, uh, the, the thingy, the uh, kamikaze. Ooh, 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 Shane. Walked by the, found the Crypt TV booth. There sat Mr. <gasps> Jack Davis. What? what? And I went, <laughs> saw, and I walked up and said, I just pressed Jack Davis, and he said, Ted, have a seat. And I sat at his booth within about five minutes and ch- chatted with everything there. <laughs> 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 
Was that another Tiger Claw? Because that's a funny one, too. Good job. Um, yeah. And I chit-chat about what they're doing. Yeah, and the, the app's dead, and they're moving on to the, the video stuff. But I told him, I said, yeah, hey, want to come back on ZombieCast? Let me know. And it was left no. at that. But uh, I did see him, and uh, just wanted to throw that out there. There we go. That's awesome. But, uh, but I do want to thank the chatters. Uh, like I said, we were number one on all, all games this week. So uh, thanks, guys, for showing up, as you do every week. And uh, go to ZombieCast.net. Check out all of our past shows or anywhere on the fees. But please leave us a review. You know, we do, we do this on a budget of nothing, really. So all <laughs> yeah. we need is a reviews. A budget of hope. A budget, a budget of hope. A budget and, of and hope. Aspiration. Yeah, so, so we do this each week. Uh, we provide you guys with entertainment, which, which we love, totally free. We make nothing from it. So uh, go leave us a review if you haven't. Uh, let us know how you feel on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to ZombieCast. But, uh... Thank you, guys. And uh, like Norma said, check out our other show, Knuckleball Radio, here on All Games, Thursday nights, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And that's it for me. But on behalf of the mighty Dave, Norma's friend, Norma's school friend. Dave Poole from After School. school. Dave Poole from After School from the Cop Killer, Cop Stabbers. Cop Stabbers, one word. Uh, But uh, the mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Tiger Hall. Miss Norma Latte, Mr. Tedekin, Mr. Madam McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy 5. We can call episode 178 Zombie Cast. Groovy. Groovy. One more groovy. Come on. Groovy. Night, zombies. Night, everybody. Good guys. And you know what? Not a single mention of tallywaggers. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.